0: Welcome, everyone, to the Beth Linder-Moss podcast. My name is Harold Nichol. Maybe something we take for granted, but should not, are our feet. Like so many things, we miss them only when they're injured. Those of us who run, bike, or work out routinely know the way to keep our feet from harm starts with our shoes. But which shoes? Here to help us figure out the best way to choose the right shoes is best-selling author and social media influencer, Beth Linder Moss and Beth, you were recently quoted in women's health magazine on the topic of shoes, but the shoes you commented on were for use while riding um, one of those Peloton bikes. Is there a relationship between those shoes and regular cycling or just routine workouts?
1: So it's a great question actually. But so when you're riding like a Peloton bike Um, Or even like cycling shoes, normally they have like clips on it so that you can get your foot secured into the straps. Mm -hmm. So you definitely are going to be using a different kind of shoe, like a cycling kind of shoe or Peloton sneaker for um, anytime you're doing any of the Peloton bikes and stuff like that. Um, but if you are doing running or hiking or any of the other things, you're going going to be need to have different shoes for actually all the different activities. A lot of them actually require different sneakers. Mm-hmm. So um, what I was gonna say is that like so if you're hiking, you're not going to obviously wear your cycling sneaker, but you're also not going to wear your running sneaker because your hiking sneaker or your hiking boot is going to have to have support in different areas, like your ankles versus when you are running, you don't have like your ankles covered and having like a higher boot. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that you have the right kind of shoe for the right kind of activity that you're doing.
0: So is there... Any type of, and this is going to sound kind of silly, um, like a general, a general type of shoe that we can wear. So,
1: my suggestion is normally like, I think a running sneaker is pretty versatile. But mm-hmm. that would be more so. I would wear a running sneaker if I were running, weightlifting, maybe doing a boot camp, kind of like cross training. But like, I wouldn't wear a running sneaker to go hiking. Um, be, or to go cycling because those aren't you know everything needs to have like the, a different kind of support where the running sneaker doesn't give the right support like I had mentioned about hiking, mm-hmm. right? But um, if you were going to be going to the gym and you're going to run or you're going to take like a boot camp kind of class, then you're going to find wear the same exact sneaker for both because. Right a running sneaker has really, really good support for your foot and for impact. So whether you're standing and you're doing weightlifting and you're lifting 50 pounds or 250 pounds, you have the support underneath you from the support of your sneaker. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then if you're gonna go running or you're going to take like a boot camp class where it involves some high impact, some low impact, some of the lifting, then that sneaker, like a running sneaker is also perfect because it will be able to take that impact. But if you're going to go to one of those classes, I wouldn't be wearing like a hiking sneaker because those hiking sneakers are meant for going up like, you know, rocky and hilly areas, which give you different kinds of support.
0: Yeah. You're, you mentioned about support and um, uh, impact and, I think that kind of relates to, at least to me, to, to comfort. Um,
1: Yeah. So I would, yeah. So comfort is huge. Um, But it's not only it's about comfort, but it's also about preventing injuries. Mm -hmm. So they're both very, very important. Obviously you have to have a comfort, a very, very comfortable shoe on. Otherwise, you're gonna get blisters and you know, other things that are gonna really bother your feet and your ankles and all that kind of stuff. So you're not obviously not gonna to wanna to wear them. So comfort is absolutely key, but preventing injuries is also equally as important. So when you are wearing the right proper shoe, when I was talking about like being able to absorb your impact or absorb that weight that you're actually lifting Mm -hmm. like that is to help prevent injuries you don't you guys make sure like um i had mentioned when you're hiking that your ankles are covered when you are lifting and you're running and all that kind of stuff that you have the absorption and the support underneath your feet you're going to make sure your joints and your um your knees and your joints and like all of your bones and your muscles are being protected by the proper footwear that you're wearing right um, no. The stability is, you know, the stability with it. The um, the prevention of any kind of injury um, is key. That go- obviously has to go along with ha- comfort, because comfort without the comfort, you're never going to want to wear them. You're never going to put them on. You're like, oh my god, these shoes are too tight. They're the too loose. They're too big. They're they hurt my ankle. They hurt my. They, I get like a blister on my heel every time I wear them. Well, then those aren't obviously the right shoe.
0: Right. Um,
1: but. You want to make sure like for me, like when I wear like a running sneaker, I wear a half a size bigger because um, when I'm doing my running or my high impact kind of exercises, my foot goes forward. So I don't want my toe to go up against the front of my sneaker, you know, so I always go up a half a size, Uh, but everyone has to do what's comfortable.
0: Yeah, I I do know. I know exactly what you mean, because there's a lot of days I come in and my my toes are the fronts of my toes are sore. And that's why, because I've got running shoes that fit. I should get bigger ones. So lesson learned there. And
1: and you also like the toe box is also pretty important. You know, that's why there's so many different kinds of sneakers out there. Like, you know, every brand makes like a million different kinds of to choose from. Right. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's foot is like a little bit differently. Like I happen to like a bigger toe box. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wear, I personally wear Saucony. So their toe box is a little bit bigger and they have like a big heel for absorption. Um, I personally sound like a herd of elephants when I run. So, and I'm not kidding. I really do. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely need to make sure that I am getting like as much like absorption of all of the weight that is coming down. And you know, like, it's just crazy. I really, I am just like a really hard runner. Mm. So, um, it's not even my breath that you hear. It's my feet that you hear. Um, yeah. Good night. <laughs> and so I need the absorption, but I also need a bigger toe box because I guess I I guess I guess have like a, a wider, I don't have a wide foot, but I definitely don't have like a tiny little narrow foot either. Mm-hmm. So the toe box, I like my toes to be able to like spread out when I'm working out, I guess, you know? So like, that's the thing. Like it's so, there's just so many options out there. Um, I will also say that, you can go many, many running stores um, have um, a treadmill that they'll put you on and they actually like watch your gait of how you're walking. And they'll tell you what kind of shoe you need. Do you need a stability shoe? Do you need a neutral shoe? Whatever it is. And that is also extremely helpful um, as to picking your sneaker. Um, So I also suggest that if you can find like a local running store near you, Um, you can go in there and they do it for free, Uh, at least all the ones that I've ever seen do it for free. Um, and they'll tell you exactly the type of sneaker, not the brand, but the type of sneaker to look for. Um, -hmm. because that is like. They're not because, you know, like Nike makes a million different kinds of sneakers and Adidas makes a million kinds of sneakers and there's Brooks and there's Hoka and there's, you know, Saucony's, and there's everything under the sun and there's each one of them has a million different ones under there. But you just got to find the ones that work for you. I will also say that you getting the right sneaker, unfortunately, sometimes does come with a cost, but the cost, in my opinion, is definitely worth it um many of us like you know will look at it as like oh my god i have to spend like a hundred over a hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers well it, you're wearing these sneakers for the next like four to six months mm-hmm. it, and you look at it in like the long term it's really not that expensive like i'm sure you went out to dinner for one night and you spent more than that you yes. know what i mean like Absolutely. let's like take things into perspective sure. um or or you know like the way that you have to look at it is like, maybe you bought a pair of jeans, but you're going to wear those jeans. Like, I don't know, maybe a couple times like in a month, but you're going to wear these sneakers like multiple times in the month because you should be working out three to five days a week. Right. Right? right. So, you know, it is so worth it to spend the extra money. And talking about like how long, like I was just saying like that you're, you're going to wear for like four to six months, your sneakers. Right. Um, I want to point Out something else about that and that is that um your sneakers even if you wear them to the gym every day and you only wear them to the gym and they look so bright and shiny after like four to six months the insides are completely gone so you really do need to get new sneakers when it's normally recommended like every like at four to 500 miles maximum. And I know that not everyone runs, so you can't really go by that, but it's still normally like no more than four four to six months maximum. Each pair of sneakers last. Wow. Because even though the outside might look bright and shiny because you only wear them indoors, but obviously if you wear them outdoors, you might be able to see like the wear and tear on the bottom of your sneakers. Right. But if you only wear them inside, you might not see the same, but the inside of your sneakers are going to be like all this support is gone it's almost like walk it's like working out like barefoot you know mm-hmm. um even though they look so pretty on the outside they're really not um mm-hmm. for me sometimes the way i tell when my sneakers are going is that my calves start to bother me so some oh. people's knees start to bother them um so like, I literally go through sneakers every four months, maximum four months is my maximum, I normally go through sneakers three to, I would say three to four months. Um, but I stand on my feet all day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I do have multiple different pairs of sneakers that I wear, and I go between them. But because I work out, and then I stand on my feet when I'm training people and, mm-hmm. you know, doing all the and I'm walking my dog, I, I have different sneakers for all different things, right. But, right. you know, there and i am going between them but like because i am on my feet so much um, i do have to like you know rotate my sneakers out but sometimes what i will do is i'll take my workout sneakers that are no longer really great for working out and i'll then turn them into like my dog walking sneakers right. because you know i only walk you know you know 15 minutes in my dog walking sneakers so it's fine kind of thing and then and then every time i get you know i'll just keep like replacing it with my old sneakers into new sneakers and then keep rotating them all um, but the fact that your sneakers do wear out is something that pe- most people really, you know, don't even realize because like, I ask people all the time. I'm like, they're like, my knees hurt. And I'm like, well, how old are your sneakers? And i like, they're like new, they're only like two years old. And I'm like, what? <laughs> two years old. Oh my gosh. You know, like that's just, you know, a little oh too my- much. Yeah. yeah so I'm like the wonder why you're you no wonder why your knees hurt you know your joints are gonna hurt your ankles are gonna hurt your feet are gonna hurt your muscles are gonna hurt because right. there's no support left no. you need that support you need to get that cushioning you need that support so just be very mindful of the fact that it needs you know you do need to change your sneakers
0: <laughs> you know until just now I had never heard the phrase toe box ever That's oh a, really yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm—I don't keep my shoes that long. I don't keep them for two years, but nine to twelve months. But I'm hearing you say that's—that's that's double their shelf life for somebody that runs and works out quite a bit. So it's like you say, no wonder my shins hurt. So
1: right, yeah. It, it, you know, that's the whole thing. When something a body part starts to hurt, it means like you actually wait waited too long. Right. For it to change like so for me like i know mine's three to four months the second I, my my calves i feel it at all my calves that day i'm like okay ordering a new pair of sneakers like literally right now you yeah. know yeah. but i do oh, i do know to switch them before that but sometimes you know who knows you know whatever it is and i also use like even in my sneakers um you know, I use inserts, not ones that I get from an orthopedic, but ones that I go to my running store and they like mold to my feet mm-hmm. because it m- has a little bit more support than what your sneaker actually comes with. Oh. Um And I find that it helps a lot um, because it help- helps with just say you have like a lot of people have plantar fasciitis or. Mm-hmm even if you that it helps with your Achilles, it's going to help with like the knee pain and the joint pains and the muscle pains. And so it helps with all of it. And it just helps to make your sneakers um, a little bit more, have more stability for you.
0: Now let's switch gears and let's talk about the heat because I, I am in Southeast Texas and um, it's, I, I'm sure it's hot in New Jersey where you are, but here it's hundred degrees every day. And I don't, go running in the middle of the day. I go early in the morning or late in the evening, but I sweat yeah. like crazy. Right. And my feet get wet. And I just hate that. Um, is there, is there anything you can recommend that we cut down on wet feet?
1: I You got to get like the socks. It's all about your socks.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: You know, I wear running socks because it's, it, you know, it's like the same kind of thing when you're wearing like, um, the dry fit shirts, right? Mm -hmm. When you're working out the dry fit, it like with when you wear the right proper socks, it's going to whisk away the, um, the, the moisture that's coming off of your feet. Now, Mm -hmm. the other thing is to, as soon as you are done working out, get those socks and those sneakers off, like literally take them off, take off your socks, switch your socks. So you don't get like athlete's foot or anything like that, because that's how you get it. Like, you know, many people don't realize that, I don't wear just regular everyday socks. Like I, again, unfortunately you have to spend the money on the proper socks. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but it's well worth it because um, it's protecting your feet, you know? Um, And it's wispy, you know, you know, there are no sneakers that are going to be like, Oh, I'm going to wisp away. You know, there's no dry fit sneakers, you know, like, (laughs) so, and our feet sweat because our body's sweating. I don't know. You know, I sweat a ton when I work out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm the same way. I I mean, um it's I I sweat away a whole nother person practically. Um my god (laughs) and to cut down on the wet feet. Now there's a couple of other things with respect to shoe criteria um that I need you to help me sort out and one is weight, the weight of the shoes. The the heavier shoes offer stability but they make you slow and lighter. Not shooters. necessarily. No, See, okay. that's, not, I,
1: that's not really true. Like I, my sneakers, I'm actually use a stability sneaker mm-hmm. and my sneakers are super light. So, um, so I'm, that's not necessarily true. It's something that a stability sneaker versus a neutral sneaker, they all really mo- mostly weigh the same. Okay. Uh, many of okay. the new sneakers are extremely, extremely light. Um, but they still provide the cushioning that you need.
0: Okay. Well, stability. that, that myth is, uh, is taken care of and it's right off the, right off the table. <laughs> so, and the weight and the stability don't, shouldn't be a question. So I'm, man, am I glad to hear that? Um, and you mentioned price a little bit and, you know, you can spend hundreds of dollars on shoes. Um, I don't, I've never spent that much money on running shoes or workout shoes. Um, I think the most expensive shoes I own are golf shoes, but. Um,
1: <laughs> right. So that's another kind of shoe, right? It's all. Right. <laughs> um, perspective. So,
0: um, is this a deal where we get what we pay for? Like if we pay a lot of money for shoes, they're going to, they're going to be a lot better or is that another.
1: No, myth? I, it, it is a lot of that. Um, because like. The only other thing I would say is is I normally look for sales. Every, you know, every holiday there's a sale. Mm-hmm. Um also, you know what else is a the great idea which I do also is that when a, when a brand comes out with a new style for the sneaker, mm-hmm. the old style is like half the price. Oh. But it's still great, it's just half the price. So I will look for great deals on that too. So sometimes I'll even buy two pairs because I know in, you know, I still love the style. I, I love the sneaker just because they chose to change the style or the colors. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I like the way they were. So I'm going to buy sometimes when they go on sale, I'll get two pairs because instead of paying over a hundred dollars, I could spend, you know, $75, but it's the right. exact same sneaker that was a hundred you know, and 25 before. Right. So that's like a great way to do it is to, you know, obviously look for the sneakers that are, um, on sale, but the ones that are getting like they're that they just change the style or they change the colors sometimes, um, that's when you could get like really, really good deals. But if you're going to go and buy, like, you know, you could go into like anywhere and get like a running shoe. Right. But a lot of the time you're not, if you're only paying like, you know, $50 for it, it doesn't mean that they're so bad. It just means that they shouldn't, they probably won't last as long as a pair that's a little bit more expensive.
0: Okay. Well, um, well, once again, um, there was more to this than I ever knew. More to, more to shoes. And um, I'm certainly grateful that we've got somebody who has experience in this space with expertise that um, got you into Women's Health Magazine. That's, that's kind of cool. Right? <laughs> we'll post a link to that um, in the show notes and, uh, and on Beth's website. There's a lot to know in this space. Beth's book is very approachable, very readable, um, and very relatable. So, And I've read it. I recommend it highly. You can find it at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or uh, anywhere books are sold. Um, Her website even has the book, and it's called Think Healthy, Be Healthy. It's outstanding, and Beth's website is bethlender-moss.com. Please go there. And um, there's all kinds of other tips. And like I say, her TikTok videos, there's, I counted these a couple of weeks ago, there were 261. That's a lot of videos.
1: (laughs) So there's probably even more now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's a lot of fitness right there. So check all of that out. They're extremely valuable resources for anyone, any age, at any level of fitness. Thank you for listening to the Beth Linder Moss podcast. Tell your friends about Beth and promise me that you're going to come back next time for another edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast.